Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Clear Cut Sports. This is the the second half of the Double Dip on a Wednesday edition. Happy to be with you today. Hope you're all doing well. Previously, we discussed the AFC and their um, my predictions for the records and playoff standings. Of course, this is very early in the season. I believe I do have the right to change my uh, picks before the season starts. You know, someone gets hurt in the preseason or, you know, someone makes a big trade or something else happens. And, of course, permitting that there is a season, which that is my assumption, of course, due to uh, the coronavirus. Anyways, <clears throat> let's get right into it here. <clears throat> Hope you're all doing well on this Wednesday, whatever day you are listening to this. So, we're going to start off now with the NFC. We're going to start off in the north. <clears throat> we're going to go to Green Bay. Made the NFC Championship game last year, and I have them at 11-5 and this year. Um, Minnesota did get better, but I do think Green Bay still has the upper hand. Um Pretty much solely because of quarterback play. And quarterback is such an important position on the field, of course. And I think Aaron Rodgers has that advantage over Kirk Cousins. I do think Kirk Cousins um, played well last year. Of course, everybody knows the um, his... Um, how would you say? How he doesn't perform in primetime games. But Minnesota did beat the Saints in the playoffs. They did make the playoffs. <clears throat> all in all, Kirk Cousins had a good year. I do think teams are going to force him to throw more now. I remember one game he went eight and eight, you know, or eight for eight, and he only threw eight times. But anyways, that's Minnesota. Um, Green Bay. I like Aaron Rodgers. I love Aaron Jones. Devontae Adams is a legit number one receiver. If he can stay in the field, I like them. I wish they had drafted more weapons, but what can you do? Matt LaFleur and Aaron Rodgers have another year to gel. Um, I have them splitting with Minnesota. I have them beating Tampa Bay in week six, uh, losing to Philly later on in the year. Um, I like this team. I think a lot of people are looking over them for some reason, but they still have Aaron Rodgers, who's one of the top quarterbacks in the game. They still have Aaron Jones. Their defense is getting better. I like this Green Bay Packers team, 11-5, to win the NFC North. <clears throat> Follow that up with the Minnesota Vikings. Like I said, I have them splitting with Green Bay. I like them early in the year. I have them beating Indy, Green Bay, Indy, Tennessee, and Houston in a row. Then it gets a little bit tougher. Uh, Seattle, Green Bay again, and then Chicago, Detroit, which are the NFC North that always has tough battles. I have the Minnesota finishing 9-7. and seven. Um, Again, the quarterback play is gonna it's gonna uh, it's gonna mean a lot, of course. <clears throat> and uh, they do have a tough schedule, similar to Green Bay. They got the um, they have to play the NFC South uh, in the rotation, which of course has an upgraded uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers squad with Tom Brady. Um, <clears throat> and they have to play Dallas as well. 
I do think Minnesota's trending in the right direction. Maybe what next year they will, not this year, but the year after, they will overtake Green Bay um, for the NFC North. But as of right now, I have them finishing second in the division with a 9-7 and seven record. Moving on to Chicago now, and I have them at 5-11 and 11 this year. I'm not sure what they're going to do with the quarterback. I assume they're going to start Nick Foles, which would be the smart move. Even then, when he was in Jacksonville last year, we've seen that he, we. I don't know if he can be that guy. You know, his run with Philly a couple of years ago was great and magical, and then he made the playoffs the year after that with Philly. Uh, it doesn't seem like it carried over to Jacksonville. So, and plus, they have to play Green Bay and Minnesota twice. I, the, hopefully, the running game can get better. You know, Montgomery kind of had a rough year last year. Their defense is still elite, don't get me wrong, but I'm worried about their ability to be able to put points on the board, which is something you really need to do in this league now, especially nowadays. I have them losing to Tampa in week five and New Orleans in week eight. So, and losing to Green Bay twice. Um, I'm not, I, I think the bears are trending in the wrong direction. I don't know. They, they might need to draft a quarterback next year or something, but five and 11 for the bears. Last in the NFC North, the Detroit lions and another team trending in the wrong direction. I like their draft with Jeff Okuda, but they need some, I think they need some more playmakers. Matt Patricia as a head coach has not panned out very well. This will probably be his last year if things don't turn around. I hope not. Um, I have Detroit going 2-14. and 14. Uh, I don't like any of their matchups, really. I have them beating Washington and Chicago. I have them splitting with Chicago. But, you know, Green Bay, an improved Arizona Cardinals team, New Orleans, Atlanta, Minnesota twice. It's just teams Tampa Bay like just teams that they don't match up well with um it's going to be a rough year in Detroit so that's all that's it I guess for Detroit 2 and 14 for the Lions last in the NFC North moving on to the NFC East <clears throat> Philadelphia Won the NFC East last year. I expect them to do so again with an 11 and 5 record this year. <clears throat> Carson Wentz, hopefully he can stay healthy. Even if he doesn't, they now have Jalen Hurts. Now, I don't expect him to slide right in and play as well as Carson Wentz or anything if Wentz goes down. But hopefully the receivers, the receivers are um, healthy, back up to snuff. I like their defense. They upgraded the secondary, of course, with the trade with Detroit. There's not much to not like about this team. Um, especially if Wentz stays healthy. Really like the Eagles this year. 
have them 11 and 5 winning the NFC East. Hard on their heels are the Dallas Cowboys, who I have at 10 and 6 this year. Um kind of their defense really isn't as strong as it's made out to be, but their schedule is kind of weak. They get to play the AFC East and the the NFC who do they play here? NFC West, which does have the Rams in Arizona. So, you know, they're going to play the Giants, Washington, of course, twice. And then the Rams, who have them winning. So, you know, the Cowboys are a good team. If they can figure out their quarterback situation, that would be great. But I just I think the defense is gonna let them down a bit this year. And um ten and six, respectable, they'll probably make the playoffs. Um if they can sign Daft Prescott, that would be good. Ten and six for the Dallas Cowboys. The New York Giants, who I talked about, you know, the other week or the other I think it was on Monday. Um I don't know if there's high hopes like I heard they were going eight and eight that I find that hard to believe not going to beat Pittsburgh not going to beat San Francisco they're not going to beat Dallas or Philly Tampa Bay Seattle like all these good teams so I have the New York Giants going five and eleven um Joe Judge coming off the Bill Belichick tree of coaching has not turned out well. I mean, not Joe Judge, but the tree, I mean, of Belichick. Hopefully Joe Judge can turn that around. Um, the Giants just don't have enough talent. Daniel Jones hopefully will improve. I think the Giants need another playmaking receiver. Their defense needs a lot of help. Giants 5-11 and this year. Rounding out the NFC East is the Washington Redskins. Another team, I think they're in a rebuild. Um, they got a new coach, Ron Rivera. They drafted Chase Young, the best player in the draft. We still don't know about Dwayne Haskins. We can hope, but we didn't see him too, too much last year. Um, I think he had a sub-500 record when he did play. This team is devoid of talent, which, you know, there's nothing they can really do about it until they get some. Uh, I have them 2-14. and 14. Uh, maybe that is a little low for them. Maybe they'll surprise me. Hopefully they do. Again, they play that. They they have a tougher tougher schedule. So, I mean, we'll see. I, I don't have really high expectations. Ron Rivera, defensive minded guy. That's kind of their the Washington strength. They had a sneaky good defense last year. But we, we'll see. I have them 2-14, finishing last in the division. Rebuilding, though, hopefully they can turn it around. Going on to the NFC South now. We're going to start with the New Orleans Saints. 
team that's kind of been screwed over the past couple of years in the playoffs. However, this year, hopefully it'll be a different story. I have them 12-4. and four. Of course, they have a tough schedule. They have to play Atlanta twice. They have to play Tampa Bay with Tom Brady twice. They also have San Francisco. They have Green Bay, Kansas City. So it's a tough schedule for New Orleans. But they are good enough and they have enough talent that I believe they can go 12-4. and four. Have them winning their first five in a row. That's Tampa Bay, Vegas, Green Bay, Detroit, and the Chargers. Before, you know, coming back down to earth after the bye. I do have them beating San Francisco. I have them losing to Kansas City in week 15. Um, but New Orleans is going to be good this year. Drew Brees coming back. Michael Thomas. Uh, Sean Payton. I really like this team. And if Drew Brees does go down again, now they have James Winston, who's a good backup. And hopefully Sean Payton can turn some of those interceptions down. But 12-4 and four for the... Um, for the New Orleans Saints. And I have them. They're going to be tied with Tampa Bay. Which I'll get into later. <clears throat> for the division. Moving on now to the Atlanta Falcons. They finished second in the NFC uh, South last year. This is kind of a, one of those weird teams because the Atlanta Falcons they have a really good uh, they have a lot of talent on the offense but then sometimes they they just lay some serious eggs that just make you wonder what how they aren't better and it is really strange but their defense needs work. They got banged up last year. But, again, it's just one of those teams that are kind of weird like that. They're going to be right around 500. I have them 7-9. and nine. Um, Their offense is going to keep them in some games, but I don't think they have the talent on the defense to compete with Tampa and New Orleans in the division. But they are gonna their offense isn't gonna surprise a lot of teams and keep them in some games. Seven and nine for the Atlanta Falcons. Moving on to the Bucks, the newly formed Buccaneers. And with Tom Brady, of course, they are looking a lot different. I have them twelve and four. I have them tied with New Orleans for the division. I'll get into tiebreakers at the end of the uh, episode. They're going to start out slow, I believe. Tom Brady will need to adjust to the roster and the schemes of Bruce Arians. But after the first quarter of the season, I think they'll be fine. 12-4, like I said. They're going to lose. I have them losing to New Orleans opening day, opening weekend. But then they're going to win a bunch in a row right around week 8 to 15. This schedule gets kind of soft. 
and they have a few home games. Tampa's going to be fine. Uh, Tom Brady's first year as a Buccaneer is going to be a good one. They have a ton of talent on the offense. Of course, they added Gronkowski with the two receivers, Godwin and Mike Evans. And I kind of like this Tampa Bay Bucks team. 12-4, like I said, tied for the division win with the Saints. And going to be a tough out for everybody. <clears throat> Last, the much improved Carolina Panthers, who I don't think is going to be as bad as people think. I have them 6-10. and 10. I hear a lot of talk about them in a rebuild, but this is not a rebuilding team. This is a win, not a win-now team, but they're just going to gel together and they're going to get better and better as the year goes on. I have them 6-10, and 10, like I said. I have them upsetting the Saints. Once, which is going to be good for their character, of course. I have them losing to the Bucks twice. Um, they're going to beat Atlanta. They're going to beat Arizona in Week Four. They drafted Derek Brown with their first pick in the in the uh, with the seventh overall pick. He's going to be a, a re- he's going to wreck house in the middle of that defensive line for Carolina. Matt Rule, who is Everything he's touched in college has basically turned to gold. So we'll see if that can transfer over to the NFL. So not quite a rebuilding year for Carolina. They're going to be a tough out for teams. They're going to be 6-10 and 10 with a bright future ahead of them. Moving on now to the NFC West, the final division. We're going to start off with the Niners. Niners, another good year ahead, 12-4. They have, um, the start of the schedule is weaker. The, you know, the Arizona, the Giants, and the Jets, uh, Miami, and the Rams are all in the first seven games, so I expect them to start off very hot and then come back down to earth, similar to the Saints. But then after that, Seattle, Green Bay, New Orleans in a row. That's going to be a tough stretch for them. I have them dropping all three of those games. But another a good win against Buffalo in week 13. And then 12-4, like I said. Uh, they play Dallas in a primetime game in week 15. I have them winning. San Francisco is going to be a good team. However, not the best in the division. Because the best team in the NFL is coming up. And that is, of course, the Seattle Seahawks. Who I have. Now everybody sit down. Brace yourselves. 14-2. and That's right. 14-2. and This team is good. Their defense is good. Russell Wilson is underrated. They signed Greg Olson. Last year when they had... They could have have filled a school with all the running backs that were hurt. So if they stay healthy, I don't see why they couldn't be the best team in the NFL. It's going to be tough, of course, playing the Niners. But they were banged up when they played them last year. And I think they're going to beat them twice this year. The Niners are going to take a step back. 
The two losses, interestingly enough, I have them at, at the Rams and home to Arizona that because it's a two divisional matchups back-to-back. Divisional matchups are always tougher. But this team is really good. They're going to win. I have them first overall, of course, in the NFC with that bye. 14-2 for the Seattle Seahawks. Russell Wilson has something to prove this year. I think he's going to do it. The LA Rams I have at 5-11. and 11. And this team, they just kind of seem to tread water. You know, they, they, they replaced Todd Gurley with the, the young man Cam Akers. I'm sure he's good. But, you know, they're not going to... Like when Dallas drafts CeeDee Lamb, for example... That is, seems much bigger than the Rams and who they draft, not Cam Akers. With that being said, I have them losing to Dallas, Philly, and Buffalo to start off the year. They have to play San Francisco twice, of course. They have to go to New England, which I do have them winning. But the Rams, I don't know. If, as soon as After they pay Jared Goff, it just seems to kind of go downhill from there. I mean, they probably had to pay him, but... This team's kind of mediocre. I have them 5-11, and 11, nowhere near the playoffs, and perhaps we're going to see a little restructuring after this season. <clears throat> Lastly, the Arizona Cardinals, 6-10. and 10, I have them finishing at. I like where this team is going a lot. They got the steal of the draft, in my opinion, with Isaiah Simmons, 8th overall. He can play anywhere on that defense. They have to play San Francisco twice, of course, Seattle twice. Uh, the tough division, the Rams twice, but they also have some games such as the Jets, Detroit, and Washington, which I think are very, very winnable games. I do have them winning one against the Rams. And, of course, with splitting with the Seahawks. If Kyler Murray can stay in his feet, hopefully he can grow. And, of course, DeAndre Hopkins, Christian Kirk, Larry Fitzgerald, that's a great receiving core. Arizona has improved this year. Hopefully they can keep it going for next year. 6 and 10 is where I have them. All right. So with that being said, here are the standings for the playoffs. First overall, like I said, with the bye, Seattle Seahawks at 14 and 2. They're going to be good this year. Second is Tampa Bay. They, tie, they uh, had the tiebreaker with New Orleans. But Tampa Bay, according to my projections, will have more divisional wins as they split the head-to-head matchups. So Tampa Bay finishes second. Third is San Francisco with the 12-4 record. Fourth is Philadelphia, who win the NFC East. No, excuse me. Green Bay will be Green Bay would be third because Yeah, Green Bay would be third because San Francisco didn't win their division. My apologies. Which means San Francisco will be fourth. Philadelphia Philadelphia would be fourth. Okay, let me let me try this again. Okay. 
Seattle's one, Tampa Bay's two. Green Bay is three, Philadelphia is four. San Francisco is five. New Orleans would come in at six. And Dallas would be seven. So Seattle, Tampa Bay, Green Bay. Philadelphia, San Francisco, New Orleans, Dallas. So the matchups would be Tampa Bay, Dallas, Green Bay, San Francisco, Philadelphia, New Orleans. Thank you, everybody, for checking it out. Um, Catch you all again on Friday. Another episode of Clear Cut Sports coming up. Stay safe, everybody. Thank you.